This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Team you hate playing again? Yeah, uh, yeah I guess fucking auto, I guess. <laughs> We're a team. Hey guys, it's Shane. Welcome back to another episode of the Frozen Biscuit Podcast, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. So, for the viewers that or the listeners that were listening on the Devil's Advocate podcast, who were listening to the first part of our Good and the Bad and the Ugly, well, welcome. We will have that second part running momentarily. Uh, for the listeners who haven't taken a listen, definitely run over to the Devil uh, Devil's Advocates podcast to take a listen to the first part of our uh, long discussion with the uh, Hockey Trolls, Polly Cupcakes, and Matthew from the Discussion 5. It was an eventful hour, so definitely go take a listen. But before then, I would just like to say that there is a hockey draft lottery contest that we are running thanks to Cool Hockey and Tankathon. Basically, the rules are you go to Tankathon, you run the simulator, you can run it as many times as you want, uh, you take a screenshot of the ideal finish in the draft lottery, and you post it on the uh, on a contest that will be posted on our uh, pages, and you just retweet it, and you tag a friend, and you will be entered in to win a $200 gift card for cool hockey uh, for their website so again definitely uh, do that again tankathon it's perfect it has your hockey basketball football all of it and yeah get get a chance to win two hundred dollars towards a new jersey of your choice so we'll dive right into the conversation I hope you guys like it. It was uh, it was a pleasure to do it with the guys. He's still really pushing it to Washington. I love it. And uh, there's been a lot of uh, backlash on on the Slack channel fans. Um, so finally, I have both of the the Capitals guys here, and I really want to hear, you know, not not in just text form. I want to hear the the furiousness that Matthews' persuasions bring upon this possible <laughs> green trade to Washington. Hey, I feel like I need to apologize. Trade. Yeah, yeah. Well, so when when Green left, I was pumped because he saw for the TV <laughs> shit in front of the net. I don't I don't care about his puck moving ability. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, that's fine. I, I'm I like Mike Green. Don't get me wrong. He was when he was on the squad, he was you know in the Norris Trophy talks, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, a high scoring defenseman, one of the highest. Um, but year after, you know, the past three years before we let him go, he didn't do shit um, except get bullied. So I, I was glad to see him go. I, I hope, I really hope that they don't, they don't do it again. I, I you have to learn from your mistakes, right? That is true. I think so. <laughs> you would think so, but look at Toronto. Mm, right. Done right. It four Pauly, times. Pauly, what do you think? <clears throat> well, I mean, I don't want him, but if it works out, great. Uh, I mean, 
Here, yeah, here's the if, thing. You guys are probably going to give up very little. Like, I, I imagine it's not even going to be a pick from this from this season. Oh, I, you're acting it, like this is a thing. I mean, I don't even want my defenseman <laughs> to sit for him. I, would, I, wouldn't bench, I wouldn't bench Gudis for Mike Green right yeah. now. I mean, we're, we're already benching dudes to find a spot for scratches. For yeah, so, I mean, like, I, I really don't want – anyone else who's in the lineup to have to sit for Mike Green. Right. I'm already like I, thinking I about Kovalchuk having to move guys down. Like this Kovalchuk dude, he better score a point a game. From, it, this Kovalchuk. This, this, this fucking Kovalchuk guy. I don't know where he's coming from, but yeah, I don't uh, know he's who got this another guy thing is. coming. <laughs> like. Come on. You know, and I've heard he's got, he's, he's had a decent defensive year, but, I, I mean, if if he's not a point of game guy, five on five, I don't give a fuck. Like we've got we've got we've got guys like that, you know. Yeah, and what what Mike Green supposedly could bring, we're already getting that out of Carlson. I mean, we right. we don't need right. another guy like that. If we need anything on the blue line, we need a shutdown guy. We need more guys like Dylan. Right, and at least Carlson doesn't get manhandled in front of his own net. <laughs> hey, we don't want him. <laughs> uh, he'd actually have to get out in front of the net. Uh, I think we we chatted about that maybe for a second uh, on oh, Slack. Yeah. But yeah, he he'd actually have to make his way out there to uh, to have that be a point that you could judge him on. So um, yeah, yeah really honestly, not in front of the net, <laughs> he really likes not. the corner. He, yeah, he, he loves the corner. Um, he loves mucking it up when nobody else is over there. I I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on in his in his head, but uh, the only time he's ever getting actually in front of the net, I mean, we we obviously play super tight because there's no other there's no other way to play when when you've you've got a team this shitty. But um, <laughs> goddamn, the only time I ever see him in front of the net is when he's actually setting up a screen for our opponent. So I I honestly <laughs> I apologize. I I I hope for your sake you don't have to see it happen. Um, you know, I, I have seen too that it's being noted that if somebody is trading for him, they're looking for a seventh D, which I think is insane because there's so many younger, faster guys that could be a seventh D instead of Mike Green. Veteran but um, like, I'm gonna be happy to see him go, and I'm going to feel so bad for whoever <laughs> picks him up. I I just like that's that's the problem with these you Red Wings. And I, I know what was that? You guys picked up Gullabeth. Why? You literally just got another Mike Green. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. Because for some reason there's trade value on Mike Green, which I I don't understand. But then there's, you know, all right, well, let's slot in. Let's put another, you know, F minus <laughs> onto the like, board. You picked up our scraps. How we, bad are you? Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I can explain it hard <laughs> enough how bad this team is. Like mm -hmm. having to watch 60 games so far, I, I, again, if I'm not laughing watching these games, I, I don't know how I'd be standing here right now talking to you guys. It, <laughs> it's rough. I, I'm probably the first guy to ask, uh, to ask the Hockey Podcast Network, uh, do I have to keep doing episodes once the playoffs start? Uh, which was an actual conversation <laughs> I had with them because I was like, well, what the fuck are we? We've already been talking drafts since November. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I uh we gotta stop talking about the shitty Red Wings at some point. Um 
Yeah. Do we have to? Okay, well, I got some. Well, yeah, uh, if you guys want. I mean, I could <laughs> I could whine and bitch for the next hour if you want. <laughs> well, uh, last time last time that uh, Hockey Trolls was on, he he tried to pawn off uh, seeing if we would if we would buy it on a certain goalie. Um, but uh, as of late, they you know they've come out and said that uh, that Braden Holpe is has plans to stay in Washington and keeping Samson off there with with him would be, I mean, truthfully in my opinion, I think that's a great that's a great tandem going for them right now as far as uh, what they're bringing in can really have a really good uh, deep playoff push coming. Uh, are you boys okay with keeping Holpe around, or will you guys really looking to offload and maybe bring in something new? You mean at the deadline? Yeah. Oh hell no. No, we. There's no way. You. There's no way. I mean, there's a. There's been a lot of chatter. I mean, I. I would entertain the thought if we would get a Holtby piece back, but we're we're never gonna get that, right? I mean, um, it would be futile. It'd be it'd be the it'd be like just trading the same thing, right? So I mean, we and we've talked about it on our pod too. Is that everybody who's been saying we should trade Holpe because he's got, you know, he's had a subpar year. Um, you know, look at the past four games. Dude's been standing on his head, playing really well. The team's not getting him wins. But what would you – I mean, what would you rather have? Test the market and get uh, – I don't even know what you would get back. You definitely wouldn't be getting a Holpe caliber, a Vesna winner goalie back. And then you're going to put all this weight on Samsonov, a guy who's played, you know, less than 20, like 20 games in, in the show. Um, uh, it's, I think Caps fans who were saying to trade Holpe are just fucking idiots. And, and we've, we've called them out for sure on our pod. So um, for this season, for sure, keep Holpe, keep Samsonov. Those are your, that's your tandem going in. Yeah, it has to be. Um Next year, though, I know Shane had this crazy. Oh shit! Hello? My bad, my bad. I cut out there. Um, Does, before we can dramatic sorry. pause, dramatic pause. Yeah, some more breaking news here. Yeah, nothing really involving any of the teams here, but still hockey related. Uh, the St. Louis Blues will be going against the Minnesota Wild at the 2021 uh, Winter Classic. How do I we did feel about that? I saw yeah. that Minnesota's hosting. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, so they'll be hosting the Blues. It's gonna be so. cold as fuck. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. But uh, back back to what I was saying. I'll finish this up. My bad for cutting out there. But the um, <clears throat> moving forward next year, Shane, you had said like, oh yeah, well if we if we sign Holpe long term and then somehow fit him in under cap and um, blah blah blah, like if he takes five million or six million. Um, yeah, that would be great, but he's not going to do that. There's going to be a team like the Detroit Red Wings who are going to pay ten million a year for him, right? If yeah, we've Detroit actually we've made paid? the argument on our show that it's like, all right, we we need to find some stability in that, and we found some of it with Bernier. But the argument for a Holpe signing is because we don't have money going anywhere else. So what's the point of saving? Um, I right. imagine we're going to take on some contracts and get some draft picks. But then the other thing is, is if we find stability, we can actually measure these other forwards and defensemen that are all being graded out at middle, middle six at best. So let's see if there's stability in net somewhat. Uh, can we actually grade these guys properly? Or do we have to, again, play super tight, make sure, you know, like right now we've got to play to make sure Jimmy Howard, you know, and it's the Swiss cheese 
that he has been this year. Like we can't let a single puck touch him because it goes past him. So it, it just creates this, this never ending cycle of like, well, we have these prospects, they're still young, but can they really learn how to like play in the NHL when the entire time they've got to play in this five guy jumble right in front of the net. So, I, I mean, that, that would be the argument for us spending all that money. We'll have the money. We want some sort of stability. And then we could at least, like, from a marketing perspective, then the Red Wings are going to say, hey, we have a star. We can actually put on these tickets and we can put on posters and, and what have you. But, yeah, there's, there, that's the argument for it. So I, I totally agree that there's a possibility. But how yeah, much are you willing it's to well pay? Worth it. Yeah, that was the uh, like. If it was ten million, fuck no. But I mean, but like, how much there's are you no way the market for a guy who's like thirty plus who wants to win. I think so you're gonna long... have to overpay to give bring him to a team that has no playoff expectations for the foreseeable future. Well, I think it depends on what the market is. Where that that's where he starts making that consideration for the Detroit Red Wings. Um, cause he's going to come in and uh, even our own GM, like when we ask about, uh, the timetable, he has no answer. He just says, well, we got a draft and maybe one day we'll be good. That, that, that's his hand. That's what Steve Eiserman says in interviews. Um, but, uh, so it could be 10 years before we're relevant again, but if, if nothing's going on for Holpe, if we can get him, I mean, I, I will pay him out the ass. Really, for th- to like think about it, if we paid him ten million for three years, how is that going to change anything for our prospectus of being like, oh, we're going to be dog shit and we'll be paying Holpe? Like, if we don't pay Holpe and we're still dog shit, we just have ten million to throw to some other turd sandwiches. So, but if you're Holpe, why would you take ten million to go to a team that sucks when you have a team that may be offering you five, who you can win another cup? Hey, with? I I totally agree with that. Like, if because I was Holpe, I wouldn't touch us with a 10-foot pole. But I, I'm saying if the market dictated and he had no other prospects for a job, then, you know, I, th- I think right now, we just saw last night, right? Uh, I, I really think the goalie is, is really the most, like, toss a roll a die, you know, down at the ground to see what you're going to get tonight. Um, I, I think that's why I wouldn't, like, waste a high draft pick on a goaltender. But like when it when it comes to something like the the stability sake and the marketability sake of, of a player and putting his face on posters, I think that's where Holpe comes in. Right, and I mean Shane, you gotta you gotta grow up a little bit here, man. We're talking about millions of dollars over several years. This is a business decision for for Braden Holpe. You know, he knows he's gonna be walking off into the sun somewhere, Absolutely. and and he's got his cup. Hopefully, gets yeah, eight million. Maybe, yeah, maybe but I mean, if you, eight years. if Holpe wants to win, yeah, okay, he can. He can go to Detroit and play for the money, but does that really help Detroit in the long run? What like like when players start playing for the money, their value declines and they start playing like shit. So yeah, okay, you're paying this guy. Like we're seeing it with Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky got the money and now he's playing like shit. He's had a horrible year compared to what he's put up. Bobrovsky is not the caliber of goalie Holpe is though. I wouldn't say two Vesnas. He two, two Vesnas. Two Vesnas in zero playoff series wins, I think. Yeah, but how much can you put that on like the actual team in front of him over <clears throat> Bobrovsky himself? Because he's the only reason why they beat Tampa last year. Like he Fair. stood on his head during that playoff series. If there's if there's Corpusello in net, the Tampa runs all over 
Columbus so, in the playoffs. I think I think what you're saying though, Shane, is you're helping make my point because it's it is such uh, like <laughs> a well yeah it, yeah it's like every year like the goaltender is amazing then he's terrible and maybe it's the system in front of him but I I never really thought Florida was like the the dog you know that 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 wasn't like the the cavernous hole of of defenses in the entire league but um to that to that point though that's why other teams aren't going to be spending the money on on Braden Holpe and when he takes a look at what is you know what am I going to do next season um and the Red Wings are going hey we'll we'll bring you over sure Seattle might be a great option I'm just saying I, I think it exists um, I just wouldn't look at it too hyperbolic and put a yes or a no on it. I think the, the options are out there. Right. And I think it also, like you said, it boils down to how much room you got. Like if the caps could sign him for 8 million for eight, that'd be great. And then they just expose him in the, in the expansion draft. But I right. don't think we're going to have enough room. You know what I mean? <clears throat> that'd be like a sick send off, right? Like here's, here's all your money. And then, and push now it you're off to another to team. To, yeah, <laughs> now you're gonna, you're gonna have to be taken by because I mean, what what team wouldn't take what expansion team wouldn't take him for for a term? That's the thing though is that there's a like if you know that you can get like Bobrovsky's ruined the goalie market because of the season he's put out this year. Like if he deter, if he's can turn it around and help Florida make the playoffs, you know, then you can make the argument that okay, he's worth the money. But he's kind of ruined the goalie market, so I, I'd no. say Florida ruined the goalie market because I don't know a single person in my book of contacts that looked at that deal and was like, "Oh, well, fucking Florida nailed it!" Like yeah, that, was <laughs> that was that was a total, total misfire. So like the the goalie market's ruined. Right. So you know, could Hopi be like, okay, like my, you know, if I like it in Washington. You know, yeah, Detroit might be willing to pay me seven, eight mil, but I'm gonna like be on a crap team. You know, being on that bad of a team for you know long term is never good for a player because then they stop caring, and then there's a whole bunch of other problems that go along with that. So, you know, business wise, wouldn't it be smart to take like a two year deal, play well, maybe get picked up in expansion because he's hope he's also had a down year. No, I think one- he's for term because you got to get it now. I mean, what's what's the next? You're you're he's too old to be banking on himself yep. right now. Right, he wants to, he needs to be paid for past performance, unfortunately. But that's just how it goes. Um, and <clears throat> dude, like I'm with you. I would love for him to stay at Capital. Like <laughs> I don't want him to go. He's the best goalie in the league. Um, maybe Carey Price can touch him, but I I love Braden Holby. I mean, he, he won us a cup, so I'm with you, but I just, I think they, I think you're, you're, you're grasping at too many straws. That's all. It could happen though. And if it does, I'll fucking be the first one to come on there and be like, you were right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just, I think that it's going to come down to a case of there's not, there's not a big market for him. There's not a lot of teams looking for a starting goaltender that are looking to compete. You know, yeah, he's 30 plus. He wants to, he wants to win. Yeah. The money's about it, but you know, every player wants to win. I think and, that if he moves and it's not Detroit, he'll probably go West. If, probably. if that's just how I'm looking at it. Cause I mean, you know, you look at, you look at even like teams like Calgary, San Jose, the coyotes, you know, 
But Calgary right. and San Jose don't have a lot of cap room to spend on a true, goalie. True, true. And the like they, they Kemper, would have to for it. And I think Kemper solidified himself as an actual NHL starter. So, you know, the Coyotes are actually just looking for a solid, you know, plan B because Ranta hasn't been anywhere close to to being that player. So, you know, Holby's options are going to be Detroit. Uh, you know, you can make an argument for San Jose. I think San can, Jose would – I think they would move the pieces to, to fit them in there. They'd yeah, have no choice. Desperate. Well, yeah, they, they wouldn't have no choice to do it, but I'm just saying, like, uh, after a season like this, like, I don't see them not thinking, you know, not taking into consideration, like, like, fuck, we've, we've really kind of destroyed this team uh, based off this one season. We could make a move this big and maybe put us back, you know, without having a full rebuild. We can, this could be a key player that we can bring in to kind of revitalize and restore what we've been working on. Yeah, that, that's totally possible. And I mean, Edmonton's another destination. Uh, I just there's I think there's probably like five or six teams that could use them, but I think there's only like two or three teams that actually have the cap space. Yeah, for that them. could actually. So, it could just come down to him, willing to just say screw it. I'd rather stay with Washington. I bet. I mean, it's gonna be something stupid, really. It's gonna be like the Blackhawks are gonna go. Well, we we're getting rid of eleven million of cap from goaltenders this off season, so we'll just give. We'll just give eleven million to Holpe. He'll come over here, and we'll have fans excited, and we'll trick him for one more but I think, year. Honestly, like that'll be the. <laughs> I think fans rather Leonard than Holpe. And if you're gonna spend that kind of money, you may as well just give it to Leonard. He's young. Oh yeah, I, I, so, I'm just like, I, I'm saying it'll be something like you know something crazy we're not even thinking about, and then it'll just be well. He ends fuck. up in <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, we uh, me and me and Matt off of uh off the Dallas podcast uh Clean Skate, we were saying that Leonard could possibly end up in uh in a colorado situation considering they're oh, yeah. they're back and but forth they, being but they hurt. just signed their backup to two years yes they did but so i've i know grubauer is available but i don't know it's going to be interesting to see what happens yeah well, okay well uh, all this talk of uh you know we'll, we'll start we'll start to wrap it up right here uh but all this talk of goaltenders uh I'd be remiss if we didn't all uh, punch a little fun at Toronto and uh, in the, in the amazement that we all witnessed last night, a uh, Dylan Ayers, if I'm, if I'm pronouncing it right, a uh, 42 year old Zamboni driver for the Toronto Marlies suits up for, you know, a disastrous setup for uh, the Canes. I think uh, what Reamer went out in the first and then uh, at about eight minutes God. left into the second, you lose uh you lose Morazic, fucks me in, san- uh, in fantasy. And then, <laughs> lo and behold, a 42-year-old man comes in, you know, knocks the cobwebs off, and then completely embarrasses, you know, uh, the home team. I mean, I know I know, we all had a good fucking laugh at it. And since the, the Toronto podcast isn't really big on, on jumping on other people's podcasts or being part of them, oh, shit. really, um, <laughs> I think this is something we can all kind of kind of laugh at. It's it just – you know, Toronto has, has tried so hard to do everything right and is still becoming the butt of every fucking joke in the league. We're, well, we're, we're all going to be crying when, you know, they draft Alexi Lafreniere. So I just – I <laughs> I try not to be too them. mean. <laughs> if they draft – let's say, let's say for what, however, however it works out, they get Lafreniere, they won't be able to pay him. Right. I mean, they got like half they'll their have, cap wrapped yeah, up. Yeah, they'll have a few years. 
Yeah, but so. once he once those three years end up, you're not going to have room to pay him. Because yeah, okay, you might get be able to get rid of Neilander's contract, but he's worth he'll be most likely worth more than Neilander. So you're basically walking to uh, Matthews or Marner to free agency because no one's going to take those contracts. You're going to try. No one's going to trade for them. Well, like, you know, as much of a nightmare I think that would be for all of us, I, I would cherish that press conference where Dubas is like, guys, all right, now this is the forwards <laughs> that we that we were just missing. Alexi Lafreniere, it's okay, Toronto. This is, we were just missing, you know, the superstar elite talent that's close to Connor McDavid. That's all. That's all we were missing. Now we've got it figured out. All right, tune back in. This is a Toronto <laughs> needs to shift their focus to how you should build a team, and that's from the net out, right? You got to absolutely. Some, I mean, they well, have they have Anderson; he's all right. That's fine. Um, but but if you're going to have maybe an iffy goalie, you're going to have to stack the blue line with studs. So they're going to need to find value there. That's that's the only real. I think Anderson is like Anderson has shown that he can't win games when. He's been put in a situation where he just he sucks. <laughs> Jeez, so right. I don't I care mean, who's in net. I don't care who's in net. Like there's this there's been multiple games where like they've just let the goalie hang and just let out to dry and no goalie would have been able to win them that game. I think if yeah. Anderson is in Colorado, for example, like switch Anderson and Grubauer. Grubauer is not a all-star goaltender and Colorado's leading the league in, in points. Like they're, they're running away with, with the president's trophy. With Anderson in that? With Anderson in that. I don't know. I got, I got a soft spot for old groovy. Polly, what do you think? You're, you're the <clears throat> half ass man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I think geez. that's a bit, uh, a bit extreme, but I think that they'd be in a similar position if they flop the goalies. Yeah. I mean, like I said, like Toronto, I, as far as the e-bug situation goes, you got to love to see that though, right? Like that's an amazing piece of, and, and how fucking weird is that? Like how, in what other league do you just grab some random rink employee or some random stadium employee and be like, you know, you know, in the MLB, you don't see like, oh, man, we don't have any pitchers left. Can you come in and just, you know, throw 90 mile an hour heat? Yeah, it's it's literally like something right out of like the water boy. You know, it's, <laughs> it's like, hey, man, do you have any goalie uh, experience? Yeah. And they throw a fucking jersey at him like pre-made. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, fuck, you, you're going to get a chance to warm up out there. Uh, good luck. You know, we'll, we'll, you guys, don't die. <laughs> do you, okay, sorry, just because you brought up like the, the pitcher situation. Do you guys not remember that there was a guy for like the uh, Oakland Athletics who got signed because he was throwing balls at like yeah uh, at the at the the like little a fan game yeah and he was hitting like he was clocking like a hundred mile an hour fastballs yeah, and, like, yeah but it was this season during the middle of a game like uh hey we need I mean this seems like some crazy it yeah. just seems stranger than fiction right oh yeah it's like I just, it's like, I just remembered uh, about it. It's like the announcer just going over the loudspeaker. Like, does anyone have any like you know AAA uh, experience in pitching <laughs> or you know goaltending? Crazy, like, <laughs> what made it crazy was he came out in Leafs gear. 
Like he, yeah, he, that, that was fantastic. <laughs> like he came, he has Leaf like, gear made, and he was on the ice again today for the Leafs. Dude, it was That's shooting yourself yeah. in the foot like to the nth degree. It was fucking great. <laughs> I I can't troll that well. I can't troll that well. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, Destiny. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, boys, this has been so fucking fun. Uh, you know, I imagine it, it was going to be like just a fucking shit show of trolling and fucking <laughs> argumenting back and forth. But like, this has been one of the funnest episodes uh, I've been a part of. And, uh, you know, I know I know we all have things to do. We have our own podcast to record. So, uh, you know, we'll I guess we'll just go around the round table. We'll just uh, let's plug each other, plug plug away. Let's go with. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. We're going to yeah, plug you each know, other. You're just plug, plug in. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> to, so totally right. rated. You know, this, I'm going this last. is for the kids, you know, Wu-Tang for the, <laughs> Wu-Tang's for the children. Uh, all right, uh, Not safe for work content. <laughs> capitals fan, uh, you know, Capitals, let's, let's hear it. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. Hey, thanks guys for having us on. It's always a pleasure. We love, we love coming around and kicking it with you, but uh, we, you can find us on uh, uh, Twitter at Caps Chirp and you can find me at Hockey Trolling. Polly. Yeah, I'm uh, on Twitter at Cupcake Polly. Yeah, yeah. So thanks a lot for having us, man. I, it, it was it was obviously a good time, and, and we'll definitely do it again. Yeah, thanks, boys. Yeah, man. Uh, it was totally fun having you guys on. You guys are, are one of the the live wires in the group, and uh, it really added that extra, you know, uh, I don't know, an extra an extra touch to this. You know, we already had the wildness of Matt, uh, but you guys coming in and putting people in check. Uh, with your knowledge and and just having having fun all around it was just su- super great to have you guys on. It's always fun laughing at you guys' tweets uh, and even in Slack, just uh, picking on everybody. But uh, let's go. Let's go to- the troll. <laughs> let's go to Matt. Yeah, uh, it's at BOD Hockey, which uh, would be the Discussion 5 podcast. We cover the uh, shitty-ass Red Wings. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to hear – if if you want to, like, see the psychological uh, – like, like, like dissect the, the mind of someone that has to watch an absolute travesty and see how we can smile through it, absolutely, check us out. Uh, just like every other show, Mondays and Thursdays. And you know what? Real quick. Go to brothersadiscussion.com and bodpodcast.com so you could follow our wrestling podcast, which is oh my God. filled with so no, much more joy. Uh, but check out both those shows. We, uh, Me and my brother come at it with the, the same amount of joy and passion. on, on cross-promoting. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's all I'm going to do. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I mean, uh, you know, with the Caps having just an amazing season, so it's like it's so fun to listen to theirs. They are, you know, both of the hosts are very intellectual and uh, great discussions with them. Matt's podcast, on the other hand, it's full of uh, turmoil with a team. But the guy, these two fucking brothers have found a way to make it one of the most interesting podcasts to listen to because they've just uh, they've just taken in all of the suck and just have, have <laughs> taken it and polished it gold and just made something great out of it. Just oh, a golden man, turd. So we, so? First we're okay. plugging everybody, and now we're sucking everybody. All right. Oh, Jesus. All right. Nice. Time to ride off into the sunset. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm kind of disappointed after all this we didn't get to to shit on the caps for the devils beating them. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. We didn't if get to talk about the brat like undressing Samson off and it, it was great. That was a good It was game. it was good. You know, and I'll have to give it up to the Devils. They played a really good game, especially there at home representing. If you're a Devils fan, that's probably the best game you've ever been to in your entire life. <laughs> <laughs> 
you, you know, get those to cups. Those cups are pretty good. <laughs> you get to see OV get 700 and 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 get the win out uh, in the three two victory. So you know, good on the Devils. I mean, I know they're they're kind of outside looking in right now, but at the same time, man, I mean, um, it's a it's a part of history for sure. Even though. Uh, Blackwood will always be on that highlight reel now. So, oh, not gonna lie, I was like when I saw that he scored his 700th to tie the game, <laughs> I was like, "Fuck, he's gonna, he's just gonna go off. This is gonna be like a five goal game. He's just, you know, <laughs> like this is dumb. We're gonna lose like seven two. I was just, I was, not, I was expecting him to just go off and he was just be himself and have another hat trick. And I was just be like, whatever, it's over, <laughs> it's fine, it happens." As right, funny right. as funny as it is, uh, you know, as me technically being the New Jersey, uh, you know, host on this episode, particularly uh, in the past ten games, we're the only team that has a uh, a positive fucking uh, win percentage. Well, you know, just winnings in the last ten, we're like six, six, uh, three and one, I believe, and then everybody else is three, six and one, except for <laughs> Detroit being fucking. I think it's two, <laughs> seven, and you know. Two seven and one. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're eliminated. Losses. You don't have to. You don't have to keep track anymore. We're eliminated. Well, I'm gonna keep track. I'm gonna keep. I want them to hit sixty L's or more. That'd be nice. I think that's just as interesting as watching the, uh, you know, the OV watch that's going on right now. Hell yeah, yeah. that should be top news on ESPN it- every night. <laughs> no, ESPN's is gonna be basketball and how much they love LeBron James. No, <laughs> fuck basketball. Oh, yeah. Sickly, you know, uh, like Chicklet says. But uh, you know, Shane being the co-host, why don't you uh? You plug yourself away, and then uh, we'll get on out of here, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you all know me. Uh, at least I hope. But you can follow me at FrozenBiscuit92 or follow my personal with all my other adventures at Shane underscore Ryan 97. Absolutely fabulous. And he is the host of the Ottawa Senators as well as co-hosting uh, the Devils podcast that you guys are currently listening to. Uh, I'm your other co-host, Bayou Benders. You can find me at by uh at twitter instagram and facebook uh all by you benders and uh boys it's been a really fun episode uh there's been a lot of cultural <laughs> cultural fun uh being mean to one another and just uh all in all just a really good hockey discussion and i wish more of uh the u.s would really take advantage of of checking out a great sport like this and with the capitals being on this is a great time to to get america back in love with hockey no doubt, no doubt. Um, let's Wasn't definitely it do just it the 50th anniversary of the Miracle on Ice? It was the 40th, 40th. last 40th. night. Yeah, and, and weren't you guys – like, wasn't that supposed to be so hyped? I think I saw, like, five posts about it. <laughs> I posted about it, so. Actually, we talked about it in uh, Polly Cupcakes' is, uh, snack time, so. Polly Cupcakes' snack time. <laughs> That's Jesus. great. It's coming out. It's snack time, baby. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. The snack pack. You guys find a couple more large people. I'll come on with Tom. <laughs> we'll have like a snack pack going on. Yo, lunchtime. Yeah. <laughs> lunchtime round table. Well, boys, this has been absolutely awesome. Um, you know, uh, thanks again for coming on and making this episode uh, one a really good one for us. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening. That will be all for today's episode. Uh, Again, I'd like to thank Corey from Bayou Benders. You can find him at Bayou Benders on all social media. You can find Matthew on BOD Hockey, Brothers of Discussion. You can find Hockey Troll and Cupcake Polly at Caps Chirp. Their individuals are Hockey Trollin' and Cupcake 
Polly on Twitter as well. For myself, you can find me on uh, Shane underscore Ryan 97 as well as Frozen Biscuit 92. Uh, thank you for listening, and we will catch you with a draft or trade deadline recap on our Thursday episode. Again, guys, thank you for listening. Have a wonderful one. See you Thursday.